With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Step into the world of power. Loyalty. And luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. And we're back on Steelers Touch Down Under. I'm Matt Peverell, and I'm joined by my co-host as always, Mark Davison. Mark, you're growing that playoff beard. It's getting nice and thick. Yeah. It's, um, I think I've had it, <clears throat> excuse me, I was growing it since I think the, near the end of the Colts game. I thought I might as well keep going with it. Um, I, I want to see it get ridiculously ugly. I want to, I'm growing it till Super Bowl. Uh, and like, I want to see it get out of hand, like like one of the bushwhackers. Uh, I just want, yeah, I want this to keep going. I want us to, um, we got to beat the Browns first and foremost. Huge game coming up at, at uh, Heinz Field. So, um, yeah, we'll, we'll, it's it, every week. And if it's going to keep growing, it's going to get ridiculous. Well, mate, <laughs> I, got a, I got a question that's on the, in the, the front of mind, okay. everyone tuning in. It's, you know, they're just dying to ask it. Mate. If it gets much thicker, and let's say we get through this game and we're playing the Bills next week, if it looks pretty red to me, are you are you copying Tyler Matakavich? Yeah, yeah, a little bit. Uh, for, for Am I going to see him pop up in a Bills jersey? I bought yeah. number forty-four. I think did he wear? I don't know. Uh, uh, for some reason that goes red. I don't know why. It just just does. Um, I'm just stirring but, you up. And it's getting like it's getting really hot now in Australia. It's uh, it's nine, almost ten a.m. and it's getting pretty warm, so it's a bit uncomfortable. Um, but this is what I've never, like, I don't care. I just want it to keep growing. I want the Steelers to keep winning, keep playing. This is what we've been waiting for since 2017 when we versed those Jaguars and we went 45 to whatever it was. Uh, that was an awful game. I was like, oh, we're up, we're down, we're up, we're down. We're, oh, man, that was not a good game. It was just like winning, we're not. So, yeah, let's take care of Baker. Um, I know in this in part two we're going to talk a lot about our defense and how Ben's going to play and and – 
you know, we can even compare Big Ben and Baker. It's Baker's first game in the playoffs. Yeah, that's it. That's it. I'm just going to bring up one more on live chat just because it's very relevant for me. Wouldn't it be funny to see the Bucks lose? <laughs> Brady gets denied. I, I would very much like to see that. I've got some money on Washington <laughs> going to the NFC Championship game. Chase so. Young on the edge is really, really good. And old man Brady is really, really slow. So I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised if Washington wins that game. Now, let's get into Before we get into previewing this week's game, Mark, our segment that's carried over from the podcast over to the YouTube, the Sling and the Slang. So for anyone first time listening, just as Ben likes to sling the rock, we like to sling the slang. Mason slung the rock last week, actually. So that's where we give you a little bit of taste of Aussie slang. Mark, what's your Aussie slang for the listeners this week? Uh, this one this week, I've only got a short and simple one. It's not a, not a creative story or anything like that. It's pretty much like when we go out and about town, we're walking around and we, you know, say thanks to people. We just say if you, you know, you buy a beverage and you say good on you, like good on you, mate. Thank you um, uh, very much. So um, it's not even really Steeler related. It's just um, when we say thank you around town, it's good on you. However, like, but what I do, because I'm a bit of a bogan here um, on the coast, and I don't know if people think I'm a bit dyslexic or whatever, I haven't pronounced that word wrong, but I say Onya. So when, when someone says to me, like, um, you know, here's your change, I just go Onya. I just go, uh, uh, sorry, O-N-N-Y-A. And then they're like, what? Like, But that's so short of good Onya, Onya. And then it almost sounds like I'm speaking Japanese. <laughs> and for all listeners out there, Mark, what's a bogan? I want to see you describe this. Uh, well, it's me. <laughs> um, pretty much like bogan is, uh, like, I guess, uh, out in the sticks, like country, like like true blue, Aussie. Um, like I, I talk with, with the accent and, and I can't get rid of it. There's, there's no way I've tried. Um, like I can't really, we speak, you know, I speak broken English. Uh, my mates can understand me, and I'm glad that you can understand me a little bit. This is awesome. Um, and our live chat was probably thinking, "What, what the, what the, what's going on here?" Crikey! Um, but yeah, like we say, like I say, little things like that all the time. Like I'll buy something from KFC or wherever, and I'll, you know, here's your burger, sir, and I'll be like, "On you," and then I just walk away. Like it's just all I do. <laughs> <laughs> the one I wanted to bring up, which I'm quite surprised that we've kind of skipped over, actually, and it's one that any of the North American listeners that have seen a bit of AFL or Aussie Rules football would have heard, potentially heard, but is barracking. So barracking for like the other team. So it just basically means fan cheer or support. Like, so who are you barracking for this week? So, and often when I, like the question I just used there as the example is like, you know, you might say, let's say that the the Colts and Bills game, you might say, even though you're a Steelers fan, someone might say to you, oh, who are you barracking for in the, in the Colts game, whatever. And you might go on oh, the Bills or on the Colts. So it's, it's, it sort of came to mind this week when we were talking on our Slack channel, Mark, around, you know, what teams do we want the Steelers to face or to not face this postseason? And it just got me thinking about barracking. Like it just sort of came up because it's one that we'd have, you know, and as an Aussie sport. Um, can, well, we bring one up, there. can we bring this up? Uh, Ty, can you yeah, answer yeah. this one? <laughs> yeah. Ty, I'm, I'm going to let you answer this. So Ty says, if I was to call out a couple of blokes, oi, you bogans look like a dog's breakfast today, how might you respond? It depends where you're from. If if you see Mark, like Mark's not as bogan as he as he says he is. But 
for people that know that they're bogan and don't necessarily take that on as that's part of who they are, if you're going to call them a bogan and tell them that they're looking pretty sloppy or looking like a riffraff, I reckon you're going to struggle there. Riffraff's probably another piece of Aussie slang. I don't know. Like some of these words, you're just like, whatever. But um, but yeah, it's it's pretty funny, actually, that, that that's a... I don't know who... I don't know if I'd necessarily say that one. Oh, we have a Ravens fan in the chat. A Ravens fan in the chat. Fair Hello. enough. Tom Maselli, that's cool. But they're definitely like, I, I just, yeah, I just hope that, and now we're on the YouTube and we can talk uh, to each other that our YouTube can understand us, uh, which is, but this is all fun, isn't it? You know, that's uh, it. I might get rid of this one here. I go back and we start talking some Browns football, I think, and we'll get off the Australian accent. That's it. That's <laughs> it. But we, just before we do, because I don't want to, I know that you've got some keen stats to bring up for the, uh, about the Browns this week, but, um, We've got to sound super chat, so let's address that one from Michael. Ducks fly together. Coach Bombay. I like that. That's it. That's it. All right. So, Mark, this week's game, Cleveland Browns, we're going again. Very different sort of week this week. I mean, you brought up with me, like, you know, before we got on the show today, Big Ben, he's 24 two and one. So 24 wins, two losses, and one one draw against Cleveland. I mean... I think it's four four losses, but it doesn't matter. Still 20-something. Ah, well, that was Still, the number that you gave me. I might be, up, I might yeah. be off there. I could be wrong. I think it's 20, 24, four and one, or whatever or whatever it is. It could be two. Um, but with Big Ben and the, the Browns, they haven't won in steel. They've won. The Browns have won one once in Heinz Field. That's it. Yeah, it's 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 nuts. Um, and when you look at it as well, the thing that st- strikes me to mind is that the Steelers allowed the least amount of sacks per season this year. I mean, Big Ben got sacked thirteen times, thirteen yeah. times. I think they won, the year they won the Super Bowl, you know, in 08, I'm pretty sure he got sacked like fifty. I think it was like fifty four times. Or so. It was definitely like plus thirty five times. But I, I remember the number fifty four just strikes in my head as being the number. But and someone will probably pull it up and tell me I'm wrong. But I mean, 14 sacks, and one of them was obviously Mason Rudolph last week. Of The Steelers' O-line, despite all the troubles we've had this year, has only allowed 14 sacks. I mean, that's massive. You can keep your, if you can keep your quarterback upright, you're a lot less likely to turn the ball over. And as we talked about last week, turnovers make a big difference in terms of whether you win or lose, particularly in the playoffs. Um, but, Mark, how did you feel about the – what do you think the Steelers need to do in the run game this week? Because I know that's a big area of focus as well, particularly if we've got a lead. The Steelers need to get a 4.4 average run game. I think Jeff brought it up in one of the podcasts this week on BTSC, uh, and I, I 100% agree with it. You don't have to have 200 yards. You don't need 150 yards. You just need a consistent uh, run game, and you need some trickery where you think you're going to pass and you're going to do a little bit of a draw. You've got a full forward. I think Connor is a big reason that how that will happen. Connor has a great running game against the Browns. Um, but we just need to get that first down to a second and five, second and six, so that this whole offense can open up. Uh, if we're running into the wall, no, no one can win. You can't win in the National Football League if you keep running into the wall over and over and over, and you're getting to third down, third and 11, third and 12. If you go backwards, there's no way. So I don't expect them to to run the ball and have – you know, 150 yards, like you would like to see that and the game would be in our control if we had that. But we need to run the ball enough to where we have a, a great average and yeah, we're keeping it's we're keeping possession. This is the playoff. It's all about having time of possession. 
Um, and even even the Colts had like doubled the possession of today, and the Bills still won. So, yeah, uh, you just got to run the ball better. And I think that they know that with 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 Dotson in there and with our blockers, we just I just want to see them fall forward. I don't even care if it's now if, if it's even second and seven. Like do something. Well, that brings up a really good point that I was going to ask you once we talked about a couple of pieces there, which is Dotson and Filer. So start part one. Oh, apologies, there. I might have smashed the microphone. All the listeners are hearing it in their ears. But um, we saw that Steelers activated Matt Filer this week. Now, I am one of those. I'm in the camp of keep Dotson. Don't shake up this offensive line this week. He's only just come back from injury. Let Filer be that super sub backup, you know, across the offensive line in every position apart from center. But, I mean, there is a chance that, that Dotson comes out as the rookie and they put in someone that they some people might say is a better trusted pair, pair of hands in Filer. Um, Steel's run game was doing quite well, like earlier on in the season as well, like, or certainly doing better than what we've seen lately. Filer was part of that own line. Mark, I mean, as I said, I'd rather them keep Dotson in, look at maybe dropping Chooks back. That's just me. But even this week, I'd probably more want to see Filer super sub. What do you think he needs to happen on that offensive line? Well, here's an interesting thought, and I don't know how they do it in the play calling, but how do they do it when they make an O-line eligible and we run we run like a uh, – they call it like a broken set or an yep. off-play set? So can we yep. bring them both in? Can we bring both in Matt Filer and Dotson on well, the, on the is, top side? Well, this is where if we were seeing creativity from the Steelers, you'd put – I mean, for me, flick Filer over at left tackle. Alejandro Villanueva started in the league as a tight end. The Steelers brought him in, I'm pretty sure, when he was still that was still a tight end before and turned him into an O-lineman. So and he can he can he can certainly catch the ball still. Um, you know, I, I hazard a guess. I mean, you don't forget how to catch a ball out of nowhere. So what could they do creatively with that? I mean, and this is the thing: if you can be creative enough to find plays for Kevin Dole, uh, Josh Dobbs, sorry, you know, last week, can they be creative enough this week? I just don't know whether they'll want to try all that stuff out against the Cleveland Browns this week. But going into the Buffalo Bills next week, that could be that could be a whole other story. What, what was the play they, uh, they, they swing the guard all the way around and they, you know, they run up, they've done, they did it with Bell so many um, yep. years ago and, and Bell was the patient runner, but they swung the guard around and the next minute you, you're, in the, you're in the second level and it's a choice where, okay, do I run into the safety or run around him? With this, with this running game this year, we haven't seen that. Like I said in previous podcasts, I still haven't seen a 40-yard run for a touchdown. That yeah. It looks like every other team in the NFL just gets easily. Um, there's no push in that second level. They're just not being yeah, not being creative enough. So if they were to bring Filer in off the edge, keep Dots in there or keep the, the, the core unit of five, um, you can still still push it forward. But, like, Will, here's a question too. Like, we're going to go heavy on Connor or we're going to uh, – Use Snell a bit as well, or McFarlane. I reckon that no, no. Okay, I reckon McFarlane. they'll go Connor. I reckon they'll go Connor big time. Um, this week, Connor the whole way. Mostly, yeah. Unless they're yeah. trying to start, unless they're getting a lot of get go in the run game and toward the back of the second quarter, or you see it like they're trying to just hold a lead and they're mixing the carries up in the fourth quarter. But yeah, I think they're going to um, massively, massively go Connor this week. They. You know, and it's all or nothing. There was an interesting article this week about it where Connor was basically saying, like, this could be if we're out, this might be the last game I play for the Steelers, but I'm just I'm just focused on on get making that happen. And again, if we think about potential, you know, players necessarily holding not, not holding back so much, but preserving themselves for the playoffs, it's now or never. It's I can it's win or go home, you know, and yeah. for several players on the Steelers roster, it's 
you lose, you might not be playing. You not might not be wearing the black and gold next year. There are lots of those players. Um, interesting in the in the in the chats there. Snowman sort of says, you know, Big Al was a defensive end with the Eagles. He was, he was when the Steelers brought him over. So I think they did bring him in to potentially be that 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 tight end and moved him over. Um, Michael O'Malley brings up one that we sort of talked about this a little bit last week. But Dotson's pretty motivated, you know. Last week, we oh, sort of yeah. said after the Colts, he said yeah. when everyone was talking about DeForest Buckner, he sort of came in and said, I want people to be saying, oh, that defensive play has got to go up against Kevin Dotson. Um, and and that's I, I agree. He's totally showing up. He doesn't want to give it back. So And nor do I think he should. So um, that'll be interesting to see. But that's also another thing that I think is interesting, you know, and hopefully we're not talking about the offseason next week. Hopefully we're talking about the Buffalo Bills. But it is interesting because file is off contract as well. So to get Dotson to come along as well gives the Steelers more versatility. Mark, we talked a bit about Minka earlier in the, in part one, and obviously he made that all-pro team this week. It's his first playoff game. I think you said to me that he's, you know, the four interceptions and the 79 tackles, of the se- 79 tackles for the season this year. What are you looking for from Fitzpatrick this week? And don't just say pick it off, pick six, because that's the <laughs> I was just going to say turnovers. Uh, yeah. Hey, look, this is this is the game. This is what we said. This is stairway stairway to seven. This is where it starts. Uh, Minka's going to get tremendous help with that that defensive line. Like, if like this is like honestly the, one of the greatest defensive lines and defense we have seen since 08. We're getting all our players back, and Minka's going to feed off that. We're getting Terrell back. We're get, uh, Edmonds is coming back. So, if he's going to be uh, a thumper in the box, and we're going to have Minka scouting Baker. And Baker can't, Baker can't move anywhere, he can't go anywhere. He's going to be, you know, unsure where to pass it because uh, TJ is going to get held. Highsmith is playing playing well. Cam in the middle to it. It's just like this is a great game to be a safety because you can you can stay back and, and watch the whole field, or you can make plays like he did um, in week four where he he knew where that ball was going before the ball was even thrown, picked it off, and then it was ten nil, and we already knew like we just had that feeling where we'd won that game. So this is going to be very similar. I know it's playoff football, but if they can get to Baker, if Minka can cause pressure, um, get, get in Baker's head and, and do some turnovers or just big plays and, and, and get the defense, um, you know, pumped up, I don't want to be Baker. I don't. I, for your first playoff game and to verse this defense, there's no way. Oh, this is all the pressure. I mean, I was literally going to say to you, we're going to bring up Baker, that this is the thing to watch this week against the Browns. Like, Will he be the Baker Mayfield of last week? And, I mean, the Steelers got to watch him in the run game there, and that's why having Spillane back is massive. I mean, if we had Devin Bush last week, Baker would have been put flat on his behind, as far as I'm concerned. Bush would have absolutely buried him. Um, So, I mean, this is the thing. Do we see the Baker Mayfield from last week, or do we see the Faker Mayfield that we see in some games where he can't rock up to play? And that that's the big question this week. And particularly when you don't have Kevin Stavansky on the sideline, they've got, I think that on the offensive side, the player that they do have that's ready is like, that will be calling the players. So not the offensive player, the offensive coach is like m- completely junior, like a couple of years experience or whatever. Now I'm saying he can't stand up because I'm, I believe anyone can stand up no matter what their age, but the experience in this game against going against Mike Tomlin and Ben Roethlisberger of the Pittsburgh Steelers and Keith Butler, like, I'm sorry, it's 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 a massive challenge. And can Baker stand up? Because I don't well, think he's going to be able to rush the same way he did last week. Here's the question, and you might have already answered half of it, but from one week to the next, what's going to change? What's going to change in Baker? Nothing. Well, particularly, well, particularly when you've got <laughs> like, you've hardly been able to practice. 
you've got key players out. I mean, yeah. that's exactly the question mark is how much can you do in a week? And they had, they've had no they've had no practice. It's still all on Baker's shoulders. He only just won. And did, I know all of Steeler Nation saw him do that fist pumping when he got the first down. And we're in the playoffs, but that doesn't matter, man. You're coming back to the same house. You're coming back to uh, Heinz Field. And th- this would this is the statement game. This is it. If Baker wins this game and, and balls out and does 300 yards, three touchdowns, and we are in all sorts of strife, then holy, you've, you've done one. You finally, you, the Browns curse is gone. Uh, but this is a really hard spot for Baker. Minka's going to parade that field. But And it's just Dave, Dave Schofield brought up a really good point. He was in the post-game show of where he said, the like, and he, he said basically there's something to the effect of the Browns have played that playoff game last week. You know, they played... They played the game that they've needed to get into the playoffs. You know, it's hard to back off, off back up after such an you know uh, such a performance. The effort required, the emotion, whatever they had to win at home. Everything was in that game. First playoff appearance in you know eighteen seasons. All that sort of all those sorts of storylines. Then you got to rock up this week. No coach. You've got to rock up with a few other key players out. A couple of other key coaches out. You've got to go into Heinz Field against a Pittsburgh Steelers team that's had. Some of their top guys on defense rested. You know, we talk about there that, you know, in the live chat, they're sort of talking about, you know, how he's not going to get time to throw the ball. I mean, you've got a fresh TJ Watt and a fresh Cameron Hayward. Like, TJ Watt's probably your defensive player of the year this year. I mean, it is a tough ask. You know, in fairness to the Browns, it is a massive ask to go to go in and get that win. To get that huge. win. Huge. Huge ask for them <laughs> to get that win. Hey, huge. Baker Mayfield. <laughs> Um, but interestingly as well, like when I look at last week is what, uh, from the Brown side is it's not just Faker Mayfield. It, it, what sort of Jarvis Landry is going to rock up to play? What sort of Austin Hooper is going to rock up to play? I mean, they're the safety net guys for him as well. So what are the Steelers going to do? And we saw Austin Hooper make some pretty key catches last week too. So again, that's where if we can bring Robert Spillane back, who's a bit better in that pass coverage than what we've got in Williamson and and uh, and Vinci out there, then Vincenzo, that's going to make a difference too. So I'm really excited to see what a rested up Steelers defense looks like with a few play, key players coming back, whether it's off being rested the week before or if it's coming back off that you know that injury list. I think it's it's massive. Hundred percent. Even uh, Landry and uh, I saw like an NFL film clip somewhere this week. And he was talking to Minka saying, if you weren't, if Minka, you weren't playing, mate, then I would have a field day and, and I would do really well. So Minka disrupts a lot of things. And and Landry is good, but uh, they have to put on a five-star performance. And we do have a five-star defense. So this is the game where we both need to show up and it's going to be hard-hitting football. But I don't see Baker getting it done. I really, really don't. So, Mark, before we go into a, bit, a little bit of audience Q&A there, just to wrap out the show, it's time for our punts of the week. So if you're yep. tuning in for the first time with us, our punts of the week in Australia, punt means a big bet or a gamble. You know, you having a, you know, you might say, oh, I'm having a punt this weekend. That means you're probably betting on the horses <laughs> all Saturday afternoon um, down at the local pub. So yeah, punts of the week, it's where we make our big, bold prediction. Mark, what's your punt for this, this first play- week of the playoffs? So this week, I, this week I put out my punt of the wing to my Steelers Nation Australia page, um, which is on Facebook. If you guys want to check that out, that'd be awesome. I'll, I'll, um, I'll let you into the group and stuff like that. That's my little my side thing, and I love doing this thing with BTSC. 
However, I put out a little vote towards Steelers Nation Australia. I said, uh, will uh, TJ get three sacks? Because that's my pun of the week. My pun of the week is that TJ gets three sacks. Now, I had 12 votes yes, and I had eight votes, which I had another option saying, no, are you kidding? He'll get four. And my last, that was for six votes. And my last one, which Maddie, Maddie's part of this, uh, will TJ get three sacks? And he just, he was one of two people that said no. So Maddie's not a believer. Everyone shout at him in the live chat. He's a faker Mayfield fan. Everyone rip on him. No. <laughs> <laughs> Only joking. I think Matt's no, been I, the, the realistic. Look, fair, fair enough. Yeah, I was, I was being, the op, I'm an optimistic realist. That's what I like to say. <laughs> I, I think he might get like two or like three tackles for a loss. I think he might get a strip sack. He, I, I reckon it'll be at least a sack and at least a forced fumble. But I just I think they're gonna they're gonna shift everything there, particularly when you've got like Joel Batonio, Joel Batinio, Batonio, whatever his name is. Apologies to to that Browns player, but um, I think when you've got a player like him out, you're gonna absolutely want to like, you know, just back up whatever you can to block TJ, and I think that opens it up for Highsmith. Um, I think it it opens up. What I do think though is they're gonna very much like look to target those edges because they're gonna need that in that run game. I think it's the inward pressure. I mean, this is the week that Alawalu, Haywood, and Tuit step up. And so you might see four or five Steelers sacks, but I don't think they're coming from one or two players. I think they're going to come from that inward pressure. Yeah. And that's, Spilly, just, that's just what I see. Spilly up the middle as well. So we do have a lot of options. That's why we had 54 sacks on the season. So, well, sackles. Um, this is so <laughs> much trouble, Steeler Nation for Baker. So much trouble. You've got two great players on the edge with Pius and TJ. And then you've got Vinny and Spilly's back. I just can't. I'm getting so excited now for this game. I was like a little bit nervous. Are we going to win? But now I'm really excited just because of our defense can play so well. And Baker is going to be lights out. Let's see it. Look, I had a different punt of the week that I was going to say. But then as we were talking about it, like, I think it's got to go on Connor. I think it's one touchdown, and I reckon he breaks that forty yards. I reckon Connor will have more than Connor will have more than seventy-five yards on the day. That's, yeah, that's I, can, I can see that. I can definitely see that the way how the game would play out with the defense, and um, you know Ben will throw in certain spots, and definitely it'd be amazing to see Connor. I, I've we got to pull, pull, got to pull for Connor again, just because he's, he's a good player. That's it. That's it. All right. Well, look, there's some there's some great questions going on in the in the live chat, but um, we just said our punts of the week. Anyone in the live chat, feel free to add in yours too. We'll bring a couple of them up. It's we're keen to Here's see one. what I've you're... got. One from, uh, Steeler chick straight up. She agrees with what we're saying. I predict uh, TJ Watt three sacks, Cam into it each a sack, TJ strip sack and a Minka interception. That's fantastic. How many is that? Like five sacks in a in a pick? Like that'd be unbelievable if we saw that kind of play from our defense. And we know we know it can happen as well. That's it. I mean, and, and that's not an unreal. That's the thing. This is such a good defense. You bring up that sort of prediction. It's actually, it's not yeah. unreal. It really is, yeah. You know, I actually got to bring it up. I got to say this. You know, what Felicia's saying here, the Browns did a t- playoff t-shirt that they won the division. I mean, I do laugh. As a Pittsburgh Steelers fan, you find that hilarious. Like, you know, we might bring, we might go buy them if we've won an AFC championship game or something like that. In fairness to them, you know, if you are a Browns fan, that is all you've had to celebrate from a from a bloody long time. Like, oh yeah, you know what? Like, in fairness, give it to them. But if they do it next year, and let's say they make the playoffs next year, then that's that's when it becomes real sad. That's when it becomes real sad. 
What else we got here? Question from Portner. Do you think that Stefanski's absence due to COVID is outweighed by the fact that Feitner doesn't have COVID and will be on the sidelines? Ooh, that's a great question. The thing is, though, we know that the Steelers' playoff hopes often come will come down to this defense. So, I mean, I, I trust Big Ben to draw him up in the dirt if uh, if Feitner's not calling the plays. And equally, we've seen rumors of the shift where Canada's calling the plays now. So, you know, probably not in this case, but... Yeah, it's a it's a great it's a great point. It's a great point. Oh, here's one we I, I found one from uh, John Butte. This is quite a good one. I was just um, uh, searching there. So John Butte says, uh, "What Steeler player do you think will have a breakout game that we wouldn't expect?" That's an awesome question, Maddie. That's what do you reckon? Question. Well, I wish last week I'd said Kevin Raider. <laughs> yeah, didn't Raider play? Raider he, played he, really played, well. he played well. Um, that's a. I don't know whether it's let we wouldn't expect it, but this is the sort of game you might see Steven Nelson grab a pick or make a really important pass defense. Um, I think we've talked to a lot of players. It's a great question because you think about Wormley last week. You weren't necessarily thinking Wormley was going to front up and, and take that big sack. So, yeah, I'm going to say Stephen. I'm going to say Stephen Nelson. Not that I wouldn't expect him, but I do think that. I do think he'll show up and, and he'll have a key, as I say, key pass defense or interception or key tackle, whatever it is. I think Nelson's just under the radar in, within the whole season. No one really talks about him because he's a shut down corner. We don't see him, you don't really see him, even when you're watching TV, it's so hard to watch the corners. So, um, under under really radar or under the radar? Uh, <laughs> no, for, for Nelson, I, I don't know. No, I'm just uh, revving you up. <laughs> my, my player would be um, Benny Snell. Because he would be a shock. Ooh. Now, we don't expect him to do anything because he hasn't this whole year. And if he went out there and carved up 4.5 yards per carry, had 60 yards, had great plays on third down, like he wasn't at the prior of the season, the start of the season he was doing, um, getting first downs and he was getting those touchdowns. If he got two touchdowns, uh, 55 yards, that's a win. That's a huge win. So that's a great question too. Like those are the, those two plays we don't expect because they're not – well, I think with, with uh, Nelson, you don't see him as much. But then yeah. with, uh, with with Snell, you don't see him because he's behind the line. He's not going anywhere. That's that's a pretty good call, Mark, actually. Especially if you say if, if James Connor's starting to to tire out their defensive line as well, and then you start seeing these gaps open up, Snell might be the one that gets to take advantage of that. So that's um that's massive. Um before we last go to our last couple of questions, there was a question, any information from Facebook, um, any information on Joe Hayden from Dylan Monks. Um, I believe to the best of my knowledge, he's still out and he was well out of this week's game as well. So, um, you know, they will be missing Joe Hayden this week. But equally, get through this game, you get a fresh Joe Hayden and, you know, he was in the COVID-19 list. So hopefully he's able to come back from that as quickly as possible and hopefully there's not long-term impacts. We've seen a couple of guys come back quite slow after they've had COVID-19. Um, so hopefully no long-term impact on, on him there. But, you know, um, you know, we'll see what he can do once we get through or if we get through this week against the Browns. We've got Ooh. one from uh, Snowman as well. Do you see Snowman's comment? Yep, bring that one up. This yeah, one? Yeah, that's a yeah. What, what yeah. are you reckon about Cam Hayward? This is this is the game. This is he's a veteran now. He's he's this has to be a win for him. 
What do you this, reckon? This is what I was saying about like that inward pressure. I think if if, if you're going to see three sacks, I mean, you're rarely going to see our defensive lineman like that. But you know, Cam could rock up with two sacks. He could rock up with, but again, he could do something great in the run game. I mean, he could stuff. And it's funny, you and I have talked. You know, we've had an hour on this show, over an hour now on this show, and we're yet to talk about Nick Chubb or Kareem Hunt, which is great because we've yeah. talked about them. It's been talked about a lot lately. But there's other things to factor in. Um, but I think Cam will be really key in stopping that run as well. So um, big game from Cam. He'll want to, He wouldn't have liked being on the sidelines last week either. I know he wasn't actually physically on the sidelines, but he wouldn't. You know, he wouldn't have liked missing last week's game. Um, so yeah, watch for him to have a big one come back. Um, Alfred, before we wrap it up, will Ben pass for two hundred and seventy-five yards and win? Would be the first time, and that That's an amazing good- stat. Oh, sorry, Matty. It it's, ama- it's amazing stat. But that was brought up, um, I think it was in the Stat Geek show, and that was originally going to be my punt of the week, that I thought that Ben would pass for more than that. So that's a great point from Alfred. Um, I'm say great minds think alike, buddy, and give us both a compliment <laughs> compliment there. I think he does, though. I think he does. But again, it'll come down to whether the Steelers are chasing a lead or not. You know, if we're able to do, if we're able to get a defensive score, then we get an offensive score, then you might see the Steelers really rein it in, and it might not might mean that they don't necessarily need to throw it for 275 yards because when Bean Bed's done that, we saw that against the Jags in 2017. He threw for over 400 yards. It was over 450, actually. We lost the game. Could have thrown for a 1,000. That was a bad game. Mark, I'd rather that the defense. I'd rather the defense just stay on the field the whole first half, just pick Baker off and just score yeah. like five touchdowns oh. that way, and then Ben only throws 100 yards for the game. Baker's going to be in that? trouble, Matty. Baker's going to be in big, big trouble. TJ Watt on the edge, Cam, you name it, he is gone. That's it. Mart's out. That's it. All right, guys. Well, that wraps up a massive Steelers touchdown under for this Saturday, the 9th of Jan, previewing the Steelers against the Cleveland Browns. It's Sunday ten over after 10 a.m. <laughs> over here in, in Australia, over here in Steelers Nation Australia for Mark Davison. Look, we look forward to joining you next week. Whether we're playing the Buffalo Bills or it is the off-season, come join us next week. It'll be a massive show, but let's hope we're playing the Buffalo Bills next week. Go Steelers. Go Steelers. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. 
your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.